0: Welcome to the interview chair. My name is Jimmy Casas and I am your host. Are you an educator who is currently feeling overwhelmed, exhausted or wondering if you can continue to do this work? Visualize yourself back in the interview chair. You were genuine, sincere and full of passion. You convinced the group of people that you were the best person for the job and you believed it. That is the real you. Thank you for joining me as I take you back to the interview chair to remind you of why you wanted to become an educator. Welcome to episode 33 of the interview chair Avoiding Negative Undercurrents. In 2020, I wrote Live Your Excellence as an attempt to tackle the issues in schools not many want to think or talk about, the dangerous undercurrents that form when we're afraid to have difficult conversations. A conventional response to these dangerous undercurrents would be to make people comply with the rules. Now, having worked hard to learn from my past mistakes, today I'm committed to try to better myself in every aspect of my life, including trying to help others navigate the same treacherous undercurrents of compliance I was once responsible for. Rather than let ourselves get caught on the perimeter and get swept away in a riptide of mistakes how can we avoid creating the undercurrents altogether? Now, undercurrents are anything that hurt your culture or hurt the morale in your culture. Now, none of us has an owner's manual on how to do this, but there are things that we can do to reframe our thinking so we can relieve ourselves from the pressures of needing to have all the answers. The potential danger of renting this feeling, in other words, Feeling like we must have all of the answers is that you will pay for it in many ways. Stress, burden, the weight of the world on your shoulders, and worry of failure. Much of my work today involves observing and coaching educators. I try to bring clarity to how we can all quickly fall victim to becoming the undercurrent if we're not careful. In our classrooms as teachers, our buildings as principals, and our campuses as district office administrators. Undercurrents can easily form when we delegate responsibilities to others, regardless of our role. When teachers attempt to empower students but do not use a clear framework for doing so, they increase the chances of not achieving the results they want and then run the risk of blaming the student. If you ever find yourself in this scenario and want to avoid the perimeter, reframe it and ask yourself, is this a staff issue or a leadership issue? When a staff member fails to meet our expectations, why do we immediately blame them? I mean, why not pause and ask ourselves, were our directions clear? Did we train them properly? Do they need more support? Now, when staff look to blame students for their shortcomings, is it a student issue or a teacher issue? When a student puts a hoodie over their head and falls asleep in class, is off task, or refuses to do the work, or even fails the class. The easy thing to do is to go to the perimeter and blame the student. But how will our skills to work with students who struggle or are reluctant to learn ever improve if we choose to land on the perimeter each time we don't get the results we want? This new way of thinking, staying off the perimeter, will require an intentional effort on our part to pause and begin with an inner reflection to see what we could have done differently to attain a better result. The more we instill this type of thinking, the more we will see a better version of ourselves evolve over time. One of the deepest undercurrents that both teachers and administrators create is the perception among others that we have our favorites. And the truth is, we do. I mean, students often share stories of favoritism displayed towards certain segments of the student population, and teachers view some of their colleagues as having the ear of their administrators or receiving favorable perks because of their relationship with the administration. To avoid this undercurrent we will first require a shift in our thinking where we will want to begin to view every student and every teacher as our favorite. If we allow our biases to cloud our view of others or our experiences to jade the way we feel about some of our students or staff members we will continue to draw criticisms of favoritism from those who we who feel ignored or underappreciated for their talents or efforts moreover it will require a change in our approach when seeking opinions input or support from others we must be intentional in using a process whereby everyone gets an opportunity to have a voice or is invited to participate in a specific task or event. When we seek out some people and leave other people out of such opportunities, we can create an undercurrent of both jealousy and resentment. In addition, over the long term, we can encounter additional undercurrents from those individuals we regularly seek out. Even our best students and staff can eventually begin to keep score and tired of having to add more to their plates while their counterpart parts avoid the same added tasks. Undercurrents are always lurking beneath the surface, and it's easy to miss them unless we are paying close attention. Now, some of the most common undercurrents that we see in schools today is in the areas I mentioned before, delegation and favoritism, but there's also others such as forming committees and how we form those committees and the responsibilities of the members of those committees, how we manage student discipline, the way we select members of our staff to be on leadership teams, and surely how we hire an onboard staff. What about other ways we create undercurrents, such as when, well, we encourage people to be risk takers, but then immediately put the lid on them when they begin to try to take risks? What about meetings? Why do so many people think meetings are a waste of time and Well, you heard me speak many times on the whole notion of anonymous surveys. Those create all sorts of undercurrents in our organizations. How we non-renew staff at the end of the year, yeah, that's a culture killer. And the instructional coaches and how we put them in certain specific situations without offering the support that we need. In other words, why do some teachers want them in their classrooms and some don't? And why do we avoid certain classrooms and yet spend more time in other classrooms? All these are potential undercurrents. And last but not least, those difficult conversations that we often must have with both students and staff can certainly create undercurrents for us. Can you identify an area in retrospect where you may have created an undercurrent that resulted in you hurting your culture? I want you to reflect on that. In past episodes, I've shared the negative impact that can result when we don't look at our inner self when things don't turn out the way we want them to. And for years, I blamed others when things did not go the way I wanted them to go. I should have looked at my behavior. Instead, I looked at the perimeter, focusing on the behavior of others. What I could not see at the time was that by doing so, my skills as a leader were never developing. I mean, how could they? By blaming others, I was missing out on opportunities for me to improve my skills because I was never working on them because it certainly couldn't have been me? Well, truth be told, it was always me. I was always the undercurrent. We are all the undercurrent, both in our professional lives and our personal lives. We just don't always want to see that we are. My friends, it is time to recalibrate. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and I hope that you will join me each week as I take you back to the interview chair because I know this, that when you sat in that interview chair, that, my friends, was the best version of you. Be sure to check out my website at jimmycasascom backslash the interview chair for links, resources, and show notes. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at kossas underscore jimmy. If you enjoyed today's show from the interview chair, subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts to ensure you never miss an episode.